This is the Business of Apps podcast, bringing you actionable insights from the leaders of the global app industry and the world's fastest growing apps. You can find more app news, data and analysis over at businessofapps.com. Welcome to the Business of Apps podcast. On this show, we invite the industry professionals to cover various topics. We promise to do our best to keep it both insightful but brief. In this episode, we have Aikut Ball, head of business at Storyly. Aikut, welcome to the BSFS podcast. Hi, Art. Thanks for having me. Terrific. Thank you for coming. All right. There's a number of ad formats that allow app marketers to connect their apps with users. And these are banners, interstitial, video, pop-up, pop-under. This one, quite frankly, I personally really don't like. And you may think you know them all. And there's no room for innovation. Wrong. There is. And iCode is here to tell us about this story format. iCode, to kick off this episode, let's talk about you first. How did you get into the world of mobile apps? Um, That's that a nice question. Uh, I mean, let me briefly introduce myself first. Uh, maybe that could be that might be better. Uh, so sure. I work for App Samurai INC as head of product for the last three and a half years. And App Samurai brings a comprehensive approach to mobile growth with its three products actually. And these three products touch the lives of mobile app marketers and product managers at different stages of the app's life cycle. Mm -hmm. uh, the first product is user acquisition platform called App Samurai. And it brings hundreds of ad, ad networks in a single dashboard and provides the best possible user acquisition campaigns for app owners. And the second one is Intercepted. So Intercepted is basically for fraud protection and prevention to protect the investments of mobile marketers, because like, you know, fraud is a huge issue and it's basically an advanced real-time fraud protection tool. And finally, slowly, and it's my current focus actually, it takes about 25 hours a day. Uh, so, slowly is an engagement tool that helps mobile brands to keep their users engaged, active, and ultimately loyal in their app. So, it brings the familiar experience of social native stories into any app and without almost any code and in only 15 minutes. Mm -hmm. So, my job as a product manager in personal passion is basically to understand the needs and pain points of anyone in the mobile uh, mobile world and managing an app. So for the past two years, I've been focused on how apps work to retain their users and what is working against them to accomplish this. I find these questions crucial because like although user acquisition is essential, mobile growth comes with retention. And during these two years, the concept of pandemic come to our lives and for right. some industries this resulted in an accelerated and maybe unpredicted growth however these businesses might be struggling to sustain this trend right and they even might have difficulties in keeping and retaining these very recent customers and on the flip side some apps have to adjust and retain constantly to fight the uncertainty of the, this past year so the question of how to engage users was at the center of it all, basically. And when you fail to achieve engagement, you are doomed to lose these people, unfortunately. Oh, yeah, that's that's for sure. That's that's the name of the game. Um, at least for the last five, year, five six years, I've been hearing the same story that 
we've passed this moment where people were only interested in getting more downloads for the apps. They were not uh, basically, um, they, they weren't thinking what's going to happen next after the app download, after the uh, app has been downloaded on a specific mobile phone. Uh, what would be the interaction? Uh, like, are these people will be real users? We're kind of obsessed with the numbers. That time is completely gone. Like I said, for five, six years in a row, we've been talking about what are we doing with people who have downloaded the app? What what's what what happens next? Are they using the app? How frequently? What doesn't work? What um, what they don't like in the interface? What maybe you know stopping them from using the app frequently? And why do quite frankly they just go away from the app the, the next day? This damn figure of mobile churn where yeah. so little fractional folks keep using your app after first day or for seven days, and like the whole industry, people who are really uh, who do understand the significance of that um, issue, they're trying their best to uh, find the uh, like the best recipe for their app to keep people exactly. engaged. Um, yeah. So, story. Uh, do you guys cover every platform I can think of about social media, Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, TikTok? Uh, I mean, basically, story is for apps, and you, the app owners can bring their stories from other platforms to their applications, of course, that's mm -hmm. one thing. Mm -hmm. But uh, we let them create their own stories for in-app environment as well. So, uh, basically, we can be... be we are a new channel for them, you know? Uh, so I think th this is the correct metaphor for this. Right. So basically, uh, App Honor, you're giving him the tool, the platform to inject uh, content that, been, that is being published on the, the company's accounts. And it doesn't matter what specific uh, social media platform, your tool basically covers them all. You're giving them a nice format to plug that content into the app and make it part of the experience between the user and the application. Exactly, that's one part. And also they can create some stories from scratch uh, oh, in the it. tool itself, so we provide them a studio actually. Mm -hmm. So, and doing all that, like um, there, like I said, engagement has been, the, has been on the people's mind uh, for a number of years. Uh, and you're, you're opening a new page, bringing the story format into the app, helping app developers, app marketers to engage the users of their apps in a new way. So in your opinion, how uh, store formats, uh, store format is capable to bring something new, does something that other, um, uh, other measures, other um, tools do not allow app marketers to do? Uh, so it, it's a nice question, but like, uh, totally, I think it's not a direct substitute for these outside of app marketing channels. You know, uh, marketing needs to have an omni-channel strategy today. So you need to communicate with your users in different channels and you need to cover all the states of users from acquisition to churn. And I mean, it should focus on decreasing churn to most possible extent. That is the that is the main goal, right? Yeah. Uh, so th there's a famous point of view in marketing world. The cheapest way to grow is not just acquiring new users in cheapest way, but retaining them inside the app. 
if you retain them, then you can grow. So all retention tools out, out there are just focusing on conversions and nothing else. There is like uh, where the importance of story lies actually, because like in-app marketing, it story um, gives you a lot more than just communicating your grand sale campaigns or promotions. Storly customers are able to create real and interactive, I mean, two-sided and meaningful relationships with their users. They ask for product feedback. They show mm -hmm. educational videos. They do quizzes to gamify the experience. They use their influencers in stories and many more, you know. And, of course, all the conversion-related ones are available in our world as well. So it's not limited just for quizzes, etc. You can use it for conversions. You can use it to build a relationship with your users. Uh, so to this end, the first thing that comes to my mind as the biggest differentiation point is personalization, of course. Like, um, let's think about a couple of use cases. Celebrating your user's birthday, all right? Mm -hmm. Or like giving some specific information according to what they have checked during the onboarding process of your app. Uh, so, of course, this type of content increases the loyalty level, level of uh, your users. That's why I said that like you are trying to make your users ultimately loyal. Uh, so today, people want to feel unique in a sea of sameness, you know. Uh, there are tons of apps out there, and to, to the extent that you can have a personal communication with them, and your, your app becomes an important part of their lives, and they won't be willing to give up on that easily. Absolutely. I remember the App Store a few years ago when... Boy, so was an impression that so many uh, ideas weren't covered, weren't um, converged into apps. Uh, so many opportunities were, you know, to start something from scratch, to be a pioneer, you know, the trailblazer in a, in a specific area, solving a specific problem. Today, with a couple million apps and both source, uh, iOS and Android combined, it feels like every single permutation of an idea has been implemented in the, into the app. Some folks do a better job, some folks do a not so good job, but uh, it's really hard to distinguish yourself from the rest uh, because uh, like, no matter how, how you're brainstorming your idea, you have a kind of limited resources to implement, to build an app um, that will be really a um, game changer for your business. And to stand out from the rest, you, you, you need fresh ideas. And story format, this is a fresh idea. And what I like that you're saying, this, this is the, there's a communication between, it's not just, you know, passive uh, consumption of the content you're providing your users. Yeah. People will be, be able to give their feedback. You can actually communicate with them, which is always helpful. This is not, uh, you get a chance to get to, um, to the minds of your users to see uh, what actually they're interested in, how they're interacting with your app, and not even using you know tools like you know uh, screening their experience with the app and uh, um, checking th those recordings, but actually getting their feedback, right? Exactly. Yeah, definitely, definitely. Okay. It's a huge differentiation point for us. All right, so. Um, <clears throat> My next question is this. Uh, there are certain channels, uh, formats, marketing techniques that are kind of, uh, they're not covering the entire field of apps. 
they work great for big brands or they may work only for indie developers, small startups. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Story for uh, story format. Are we talking about yeah. the, for the format that is uh, equally great for both, for big brands and small folks? I mean, in short, yeah, anyone who owns a mobile app can use Story. But of course, big brands have their content teams, marketing teams, sales teams, etc. And uh, people might think that like publishing in-app stories requires such huge human resources uh, for the daily operation. Uh, but in Storly, we provide an automation features to enable small or medium-sized app owners as well. They can print their social media posts or mm -hmm. blogs or any kind of data feeds and turn them into lovely stories in their app. Like, these are all automated flows. And we have a lot of clients with less than 25K monthly active users, and some of them are using Storly for just onboarding, you know, uh, nothing else. And again, we have many clients, mostly content apps, who automated the creation process and do monetization mm -hmm. by showing programmatic ads as stories between the content stories, you know, just like Instagram. And yes, we have many enterprise clients and uh, they manage all personalized content in Storly and they use it for personalized messages, A-B test for their brand mm -hmm. messages and so on. So it's pretty much a direct channel to communicate with their users. That's the meaning of Storly for enterprise. Gotcha. Uh, now let's think for a quick second what may go wrong. Um, can you think of any mistakes that app marketers should be aware of when they decide to use the story format in their app? Like I mean, like, uh, of course, there are, you can mess, mess that up, you know. Uh, there are possibilities, of course. Uh, but the thing is, like, uh, story provides a second dimension inside your app. And basically, app owners define the rules of that because like user click on the, the cover image and then see mm -hmm. whole screen experience. And in that whole screen, you can do pretty much anything. You can generate your own environment. You have the studio, you have the tools, you can do anything. Uh, so, but, but of course, like using a lot of text in a format which uses time as a main part of the experience is against common sense. You know, uh, you shouldn't add too much text on that. Visuals and especially videos are always more attractive for the end users. And like you can use visuals to redirect users to keep these text heavy contents. Let's say you have a blog post and there are tons of articles in that. So you can redirect your users to that blog from your uh, visual heavy stories. One other thing might be like using Storly just for campaign communication. It's like using a Tesla to tell the story, you know? Yes, mm -hmm. you can do that, but, but come on. Right. I mean, you can do a lot of great stuff with that. So to protect our clients from these rabbit holes, our customer engagement team always jumps in and gives ideas and best practices regularly to them. Uh, but yeah, once you start playing around with various sort of features, you get to know what kind of new world this is with infinite number of possibilities. Yeah. All right. I hope people do take notes. And from now on, the story format will be on the radar as the tool for app engagement and uh, can be that tool they've been looking for to solve problems they've been fighting with and uh, basically weren't able to finally make a breakthrough. And this is going to be that tool they were looking for. Now, yeah, we're in the, yeah, now we're in the part of the show where 
I'm just going to uh, ask you a few quick questions that are not related to the topic we were just discussing. Right. I do it, I do it with every guest on this show. I just want people who are listening to, to this podcast can get a little bit better of a picture of who are my guests. Just a few quick questions. Question cool. number one, what smartphone do you have now? Have you been switching between iOS to Android and back or not? Yeah, no, I mean, I'm using iPhone uh, 12 mini right now. I really like the oh, design nice. and the size. Yeah, which is pretty similar to iPhone 5. Probably you remember that as well. Mm -hmm. And mm -hmm. like the good part of that is like using it in one uh, one hand, basically. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. But since I am a product guy, I'm using both Android and iOS at work. But in my personal life, I belong to Apple ecosystem. I mean, I use all of their tools, basically. Gotcha. That's... That's a good point. We're, we're, our hands are still of the same size. Our thumbs are still the same length. Yeah, so the yeah. format still should be the same if you want to give people one hand, hand uh, user experience and not just grabbing your phone with two hands to be able to manage your device. Uh, now, do you still remember your first mobile phone? All right, let me think about it. I mean, uh, the first one I had a chance to use was, was an Ericsson T28. Uh, like, it was a long phone, but and I, our neighbor had that. But the first one I owned was Nokia uh, 3310. I mean, it was a huge hit at that time, uh, 3310. Uh, you know, the color of it, uh, yeah, the blue yeah. uh, in that phone. I mean, uh, that, yeah, uh, that was my first love. That was the quote-unquote iPhone to pre-smartphone era. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Now, imagine you've left your smart, smartphone at home uh, right now. Uh, you go out. Uh, what would be your um, missing feature for that phone? <laughs> all right. So, like, for all the communication tools, uh, apps, we have another tool. But... I guess I need to confess, like, I, I am one of the few people on earth still playing Pokemon Go. So <laughs> probably I'll miss Pokemon Go, you know. I do love to play Pokemon Go with my phone. Oh, nice. I thought the, the, the whole thing just died off. That's, that's great to see some people still doing this stuff. <laughs> it's I miss really few people, yeah. All right. Now, um... When you're looking at your nice uh, iPhone 12 mini, uh, can you think of anything that you're kind of waiting uh, to be implemented by Apple? It could be hardware software for this device to be more efficient for you. Mm -hmm. I, I mean, it already started. I, I'm really uh, interested in sensors uh, and chips in, in the phone. And like right now, all the machine learning activities, AI activities are available uh, in form, uh, not mm -hmm. in the cloud. So that, that's an important part, I guess, because like uh, it's not it's not cool to bring all of the people's data to cloud and like uh, merge them. Instead of that, maybe like uh, having a decent privacy option. And oh, yeah. using this machine learning in the phone uh, might be the, 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 new, uh, the new thing uh, for the next couple of years, I guess. Uh, but yeah, I think uh, the sensors and the chips, uh, iPhone 12 is not the best one out there, I know. And probably they're working on uh, new stuff already. And I'm really curious about that. Uh, but, but yeah, I mean, uh, when you have machine learning and AI 
inside the phone, uh, probably there will be more personalized and connected apps which can combine the sensor data from our phones and some IoT devices, some, some other devices, uh, with, with comprehensive approach to recommend some, some stuff to us, right? Right, right. It's a bit dangerous. At, at some uh, level, but it's exciting as hell. I mean, I'm really curious about it. And it changed the paradigm of living, I guess, because now, like, I think when, uh, when we get bored of consuming the best, because now we are getting used to consume the best option, uh, there will be more crazy stuff, like TikTok, you know? Uh, people will get bored and do some, some, some different things. Uh, so... I'm really curious about the next couple of uh, years, next couple of 10 years, maybe. Right. Uh, I do agree with you that uh, being able to have uh, the most of features directly on your phone to have this device to be powerful enough from both hardware and software so it doesn't need the cloud to be able to do things uh, that are related to your personal information, it's a good um Bulletproof technique from uh, you know server hot server hacking. No company is yeah. actually immune from being hacked, even Apple. It's yeah. just a matter of time. And uh, yeah, folks are trying to do their best job to be uh, really like uh, on their on their toes and react quickly. But there's always a chance. So when your device is physically in your pocket and it's not connected with you know uh, features that are working on your personal information, it's always safer. It's, than just rely on the cloud. I do agree yeah. with you, absolutely. All right, before I let you go, just a very final question. How can people get in touch with you and get more information about what you guys do? Yeah, um, I mean, anyone can reach me via email or LinkedIn. My email address is uh, ikut at appsummary.com. E-Y-K-U-T is my name. Uh, and you can search me on LinkedIn with my name as well. I put Bal. Uh, so my last name is B-A-L. And for what we are doing, you can check Storly.io. So uh, Storly.io contains all the information about what we are doing. There are case studies. Uh, there are some use cases. And you can directly sign up for the platform, check that out on yourself. And like even you can download our showcase app to see stories in action that you created inside the dashboard uh, without integrating anything to your app. Uh, yeah. All right, great. Uh, we will put all this information into the notes for the episode so people can check it out. Don't worry. And yeah, that's that's it. Thanks, Art, for your time and coming on, on our podcast, I could. Thank you. Yeah, thank you very much, Art. It was great to talk with you. Thanks, man. Bye-bye. And that was Ico Ball, head of business at Storyly. To listen to more episodes, subscribe to our podcast on iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher, Google Podcasts. Just search for Business of Apps and you will find us easily. We release episodes on Mondays, so subscribe and you'll be able to get new episodes on your smartphone, tablet, or computer as soon as we release them. And please don't forget to leave us a review or comment on iTunes. It is highly appreciated. And all episodes will also be available on businessofapps.com. Thank you for listening. See you next week. Thank you for listening to the Business of Apps podcast. For more, head on over to businessofapps.com.